You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepah, what up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. I'm your boy, Al Mega, and today we have an awesome, awesome creative individual on deck this person has been a cover designer and an animator graphic designer author i mean she's helped my homie on on, on their uh, awesome cover for prospectus for asap the one the only ultimate designer the queen of the graphic design soon to be the one and only kelsey connors Where, how you doing <laughs> hey how are you doing pretty good I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me to talk about process, creativity, and why you did this journey to, to bless every type of creative person out there with amazing designs. Yeah, absolutely. And well, I can start with the journey a bit. It's been quite a serious journey. Actually, I just moved into a new home, bought my first house last week. So Yay! <laughs> that's, a, that, that's the way to start a year. Where am I running? Good yeah. stuff. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. Is that because of all the amazing designs, you know, but the house or what? Yes, yeah, I'm becoming a millionaire overnight. No, um, <laughs> it's just been the process of, you know, life and, and uh, working that 9 to 5 grind and all that. So, gotcha, so, yeah. gotcha. so, where are you from originally? Where you grew up at? Well, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, born and bred, and then moved all, I've lived all over the world. I'm currently broadcasting to from Liverpool in the United Kingdom. So, oh, darn, yeah. traveling, traveling, check you out. So talk about growing up in Chicago, you know, w- were you interested in, in design and, and pop culture and the arts back then, or is it something that you just, you know, kind of fell upon to as you were growing up? Well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a mixed question, but um, my mother started taking me to the Art Institute of Chicago when I was four, four years old. So we used to go and... Um, and I remember that was like one of the, a big story for us. We had the monthly pass, so like going to see art was like always a huge, a huge thing for me. My entire life um, has been about like the creative world. So I guess it kind of started there. Really, is is like from a from really being a really young girl and having the city at my fingertips and everything, and that that culture being um, not like being exposed to that. Yeah. Okay. So. so- so how, how how did you start getting creative then? I mean, you know, on this side of, of right. the practice so, world. So art, like I said, art's really always been kind of a part of my life. And I uh, I studied all the way up until uh, it's university college, yeah, actually. And I, I instead, I think everyone kind of expected me to like go into like the physical art world, like painting, being painter. Um, and instead I kind of bypassed that and ended up studying classical art side of things, so like ancient Greece and Rome, if you're not familiar with the actual technical term is classical studies. Artsy so. art. Yeah, so I've been studying history and, and uh, historical art for a long time, and then um, throughout the journey, I guess I just kind of ended up working in marketing, and when I was in, you know, you know, I don't know if you know this, but the creative industry is very hard to break into right away, like when you come out of college and you have this like beautiful... Um, university education that you paid for out of pocket, and then all of a sudden you're you're forced to yeah, you're an intern. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I guess for me, it's like I really wanted to like, get to the grind, like start making money, stop living with my parents. So 
I basically just got into marketing, a marketing role, like right out of college, and then started dabbling in that. And then a lot of graphics came into that, but it wasn't actually um, until I started to pursue publication in my own work that I that I got invested into cover design, like digital covers. And I, I actually, the story is that I was actually forced into learning Photoshop to like create something um, in negotiations with my publishing company. Um, and they were providing me something that I wasn't happy with. So it was like I was thinking more of this and I had to like turn over a project and basically 12 hours and learn in 12 hours. And, oh, damn, yeah. but you did it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So I was like, right, if I want, you know, it's like I'm one of those people who's like, if you want something done, like it's done right, you gotta do it yourself, kind of like. So, so yeah, I like, I really just learned that. And then after that, I was obsessed because it was like a whole new world for me. It's like taking that physical art, like that, that whole creative world that I had been in love with my entire life, and then kind of combining that with, with the digital aspect. So I'm self-taught. I actually didn't go to university design, which is like something that's Love it. That's the way it should be. We don't, we, listen, a lot of us, when it comes to creativity, follow your heart, man. I mean, you know, uh, that, that art, that natural art really comes from the heart and soul. Absolutely, and I just feel like it's it's really important, especially that, of course, like people talk about, like, I'm 30, and like to talk about what it's like to be a 30-year-old, and like the expectations that like you have everything figured out at this age. But I mean, was in the 20s, folks. I thought you was in the 20s or something. Seriously, <laughs> it is seriously been like a journey. Like you think, I think we put a lot of pressure on kids to be like, okay, gotta figure it out by 25, and then start a family, start like this white picket fence reality, and that's just not how it is. I just feel like it's the beginning for me, you know. Yeah, it's still big. Oh, believe me, I'm 46. Mm-hmm. It's still beginning. I'm still in a, 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 a grinding entrepreneurial journey over here. Like, tea. Yeah. you always, you know, why you're always gonna feel like a kid because you're always gonna learn something new every single day. Period. Seriously, and that's one of the beautiful parts of the creative industry, the comic industry, all of these like combined fields that we're we're in, isn't it? It's like, so. So how is that? You said you got into author and all that. I mean, what 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 is all this? How 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 are you so creative and making all this time to to, to start you know fiddling uh, you know in so many different parts of creativity, whether it's you know authorship, design, and all that. And, and talk about what you know. What did you author, and how did that feel in, in that pro, you know the progression there? Well, I have a, when I was on here with ASAP, I remember I told you I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed Tolkienista. I was a, a big fan of Stephen King from the time I was. I think that's kind of how I got from got into you know like the creative field of building and writing. So I was really obsessed with like fantasy literature and, and that whole world and the, the glory of being this like famous author and all this kind of thing. So um, see so yeah, that's really how I started writing myself. And then so it's just kind of like yeah, creating and all on all sides. And so that must yeah. be fun. That must be fun because I can't draw for crap. I can't write for crap. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I, 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 I could definitely put things together, make them look nice. At least I try. <laughs> That's the trick is I try to tell you that there's like some challenge behind it, but in reality, like our creativity, writing, it's it's a muscle and you have to work it out in order to be good at it. So like practice, practice. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, that's because my daughter is going, getting into that, into uh, graphics, arts, and design. She's graduating from full sale. So, you know, ju- just like you are with that entrepreneurial spirit, like, I do not want to come out of here and work for free. I want to make some bangs. So I'm pounding this into her head. 
girl, you know, open up your own business. You already did. I already gave her a deal. She has the business name and everything in her mind. So I'm like digging it. Yeah, girl power. Go ahead. Show them what up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, like, like it, it has been, it has been a bit of a hustle. Like, you know, we've had, to, I've had to like really take some, take some hits over the years to kind of like, mm. or like, you know, like, uh, let's just say, learn to take tough love and criticism so that you can improve. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. Because sometimes the language of these people uh, that doesn't come across that they're trying to give you some. Some advice, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I've no, heard, I've heard people. Talk with, <laughs> they're like, "Oh man, wait a minute, guys, how you talking? Wait a minute." Um, yeah. So, but you, have you found your journey difficult as a young creator, you know, yes. and a young woman at that stepping into this field that's you know kind of you know dominated by, by males? Although you know every female I've seen has been kicking the dude's butt. So yeah, <laughs> man. Let me say, I, I was at uh, 2019 New York Comic Con inspired the hell out of me, my wife, and my daughter when we were going through Artist Alley, and I, every female that was there was like, "Oh my God, your skill! Like, where have you been all my life? Why, why mm-hmm. have I not been able to spend my money on these arts?" <laughs> you know, it is, and it is difficult. It is like, like, this, like fandom and comics and Comic Con in general. I'm a cosplayer myself. From the hey, what's your favorite cosplay? Uh, well, I cosplay Egret from Game of Thrones. Hey. Yeah, awesome. so that's really that cool. me that pick. I would have liked to see. Ah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, but I think that is it's like the there's the fine line between like the you know being an artist and being a booth bunny and like that whole stereotype there. And you really like we really do have to work to like go past that. I think because like it's been that narrative has kind of been stuck for us already. So I think there is a lot of pressure to go like above and beyond the comic industry, especially if you want to like show like, that you're a professional, but you can still be like a woman, a feminine woman, and still be just as good and still hustle just as hard. So yeah, good, 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 good commentary. Yeah, that's right. You're showing that hustle and right there. ASAP is on. So, sharing some love. Thank you, ASAP. Thank you. Love you too, man. <laughs> Hey, folks, you got your know, best independent comics right there. It's the best mm-hmm. independent comics, no doubt. But what I want to talk about is some bedrock designs. I mean, yeah, the business so now. Because I want awesome. people to start get, sending some money and dropping that paper at you. Yeah, it's some more projects. Yeah, so um, bedrock, bedrock is kind of uh, it's a brand Because you were smart enough to realize that was an opportunity to direct and go elsewhere. A lot of people don't don't understand that opportunity comes. You know that that's the crossroad. So you obviously yeah. went the right road exactly. <laughs> to make Absolutely. something happen. Like I, I always I always say that it does look quite annoying when 
when people like like to complain about things that they don't want to like put somebody behind them. Now, of course, everybody's circumstances are different. You know, like we don't all have the same 24 hours a day or whatever. Like it's it's difficult for some people to to get out of their current situation, which I get. But like, I think the best thing that you could possibly do is like if you find a problem or something, do whatever you can to change that because you got to keep moving forward, honestly. Yes, you do. Always forward. That, that, that's what a, a, a great Puerto Rican hero w- w- had said, you know, palante, palante, siempre palante. That means forward, always forward. You never mm-hmm. look back. Because, again, you look back, that was going to catch up to your ass, and that's going to be naughty things happening that you don't want. <laughs> seriously, seriously, I guess, like, this, like, most recent journey has been, like, you know, I, I've experienced two COVID redundancies. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a really, this, this recent period of my life has been actually quite difficult. So, but it, it has been the, the start of like, better off in like becoming a freelance artist. And, you know, my whole goal was to become a freelance by the time I was 40. Um, but then this opportunity happened and like, it was my, it's funny, my mom, I was talking to my mom on the phone the other day and she's like, you tweeted that you wanted to be freelance by 40 and she's like, no, make it now, like do it now. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, yeah. That's right now, right? About that. That's right. Go, mom. That's right. Yeah, right now, what are you waiting for? Let's talk about some of this hustle. Hold on, let me let yeah. me put up this little reel right here that we have that you sent me. I mean, some awesome designs. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Talk about those designs that that you have that you're teasing me with here. Yeah, I mean, these are actually these are my animations, so you can see some of the colors of like my of my closest friends. On Twitter, some of my closest friends are writing buddies, and I went through when I was learning to do animation for the first Very time. Nice. I was like, "Hey, can I animate your book cover?" So they were like, "Yeah, absolutely." Um, and I gave them free animation. So now, like, I'm starting to take more um, to take on like a larger audience, like of cover animation. It's quite those are fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I've also gotten a few covers commissioned. I think that we'll see. Like, I think I've got included. You sent me a couple of things. So what's this? What's the sense in it? And how, how did you come across that this guy? Did you read the book? Or is there something you were just digging into? I mean, what's the inspiration about no, this? This, design? this was a commission. This is a commission. By a, oh, yeah, a commission by a client who had a, who had a, a fantasy novel um, that they needed a cover for. So uh, it's, um, I think it's about a girl who can control the elements. There's some, there's some um, inter, inter-world type of magic and big battles and, and yeah, so, so this was this this is one of my most recent covers and love the font I, used on it too. Thank you. I think we're just really inspired as like a female like to I like to see like faces, especially in fantasy, like especially female like driven fantasy. We see a lot of like individuals on covers. Um, and I think that's because, you know, we like to imagine ourselves very heavily into the stories like mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how, how this hey, we put on our piece in there, absolutely. Yeah. Right, and I love this retro coloring. Look at this. This looks nice. Well so, done. So this is so this this one is actually there's kind of a story behind it. I'm actually currently creating the lead for a company called Alternate Experiences. They're a games kind of a games platform. They use gamification. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's it's kind of like the psyche behind games and how they motivate us exterior to other motivators in life, like financial games. Yeah. So um, I did a lot of um, 
really fun personalized logos for for company for actually really big huge companies like Google and um, and eBay. And yeah, so this is just one of the examples of like a, like a mini brand that I had to create for for a personalized digital game. That was really what What's a typical project like for you in terms of time and you know and, and thought process and whatnot? Well, it, 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 you know, it's a good question. It really depends. Um, book covers take a lot longer than something like this that you're looking at now. Um, but these little these little projects do help because I like to look at things like when I find you know really cool designs and try to recreate them. Um, so it gives me an opportunity to do that as well. This is one of my favorites. Okay, I'm so I'm thinking this. So eight bit. <laughs> I love it. My first eight bit character. She's. Uh, I think her name is. Uh, yeah, we named her Level Up Lisa. Who uh, Lisa was an, a late aunt of mine who meant a lot to me. So I just nicknamed her, and the alliteration was the the brand. So um, Level Up was actually uh, was actually the the umbrella over all external projects that we did. Uh, all excuse me, all external marketing we did at AU. So basically, like. The podcast, um, the the e- virtual like emails, like anything that was being sent, any extras that they could get by like joining the Ultimate Experiences team, basically. So I created her as kind of like the mascot to kind of like make it a bit more fun, you know, and um, really instill that like eight bit like Atari kind of old school Nintendo feel. Yeah, captured, captured. <laughs> Job well done. I really mm-hmm. like this one a lot too. Oh, what's the not another network? Another network was an external important product that we created and that we were using for time. But this is actually an important piece for me because it's my first time playing with isometric fonts, which is fonts that are like that 3D, that 3D style. So um, I hadn't really had any projects where I got to to do anything like that before. So this was really fun for me because I got to explore a whole other side of Adobe that I that I hadn't. Before. Was it challenging to to learn that side opposed to what you were doing? No, so the tech, the, so there's two things that you have to understand about design when you're learning it. One, there is the there's there's the there's the computer, you know, there's the, the, the bits that are technical. So you can learn how to do anything. You know, there are YouTube uh, channels and also dedicated to learning how the technical, like how to make a font 3D, how to make it isometric. However. The real thing that you have to learn through doing and through practice is um, is things like font, like what, like how to how how to space things, how 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 design should be laid out on the page. You can't just make something 3D because then you have like word art from remember 1995 and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm wow, taking it back. My gosh. Yeah. So there's like like the aesthetic the aesthetic part of design. There is a lot to learn there. It's like one pro, I would say, for going to like a university program or a college program for for design is that you do get a lot of that. But then the other, on the other hand, there's the bias of professors. There is like so much information on the web now that you can. I think you can relate if you're dedicated to it. You can, you can do that. Yes, even you work with a company, just tell them, hey, can I get the LinkedIn Learning? Hey, you get all the courses there. Let them pay for it. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, my company that I'm currently working for, they do um, they do a program where if you're reading, you can get like paid access hours for like reading about like the something for the job, basically. Oh, nice. So, well, 
you to look into, like, and also if you like, I would recommend to anybody who's looking into going into doing this that they like feel like they're not like trained up in like one thing or the other, and they feel like one thing that is created universal is the the crippling fear of not being good enough. Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome. If you're feeling the imposter syndrome and you want to learn something more, like speak up because it's a constantly evolving platform. You know. And thought about this, hey, perspectives <laughs> that, that 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 beautiful work from ASAP, like that in any one word that's kicking ass, but for, for good as well. So talk about yeah. this. Yeah, so this is the the company that I created different perspectives, and obviously like the sticking back and forth with Lori and and uh, Hayden. So uh, basically. What can I say? They they did a, a book for charity. I think that is the cool thing, and, and not only that, but a lot of the authors that that we worked with, I've known for ten years and never met in person. I, I finally got to speak with them on your show, and we we did that, which is some of the cool, one of the coolest experiences. You know, you feel like you know someone, and you you don't, but you only know them through the internet. So, but yeah, so 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 we really just wanted to represent like the word perspectives, and what better way to do that than through the eyes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love the design on this. You have people hooked. You know, mm-hmm. I'm showing off the whole team right there, you know, <laughs> behind, behind this whole stuff, you know, including yourself, of course, you know. Visit that amazing website there. You could pick up and see the, uh, this book and the work from this team. You know, Kelsey's uh, awesome designs there. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's the realness. And, and, and there you go. And look at this. There goes a recommendation, folks, from, from <laughs> the CEO of ASAP Comics himself saying that Kelsey is a joy to work with. So right here we have an on-air recommendation that if you're looking to get some work done, some old design on a very professional, I mean, you hear this young lady, holy smokes, man, she's blowing my mind, like, now nah, I feel like I really need to go and uh, start really picking up my slack, like, you're inspiring me, lady, you're really inspiring me, I like it, especially when it comes to design, like, telling me these words, like, I'm going to start looking at all this stuff later on, and uh, <laughs> let me see how I could uh, start messing around with my designs. Yeah, so, so what else do we have coming up on the block for you? Do we have any any new projects, any interesting things coming from you in, in the next coming uh, months or weeks for this year? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm currently doing some work for um, a family member who's actually an influencer, so I'm kind of really digging into the real identity world and working in branding and you know ultimately I'd love to work freelance for an agency and I think that's really the goal coming up is like to take on a couple of creative roles at freelance and so that I could you know be my own boss which is kind of the ultimate dream. Get her done. Get her done. I mean, why not? I mean, you already have a, an awesome-looking resume. You you have an on-air recommendation. I'm sure he'll put that in writing, too, right? Would you write? I mean, I would, too, because I'm thinking the energy, the passion, the fire is there, you know, already. And, then, and Mama's right. Not 40. Now. Yeah, right? Not 40 now. Mm-hmm. And then have your mom sign it and put, put a picture there looking at you like, you heard me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, any advice for, for you know, like, even like for someone like my daughter, again, as a young lady, you know, wanting to step up into this game of design and all, like what type of advice, you know, based on your journey thus far, can you give, you know, up and comers as well? 
yeah, I definitely have a couple books because there's been some people who have helped me. So um, I think that's where I, I would start, actually, is, you know, um, the Gretzky that said every shot you're taking is, like, that, that is that is important. So if you have a question or if you don't think you're good enough, you know, run yourself past somebody. And um, one of the smartest things I did actually got me into these these more top tier roles and create the creatives. And I think I bypassed a lot of a lot of. Can I swear? Doing doing that. I went. I went straight to a senior a senior designer and who I knew. We hadn't spoken one time, and um, I said, "Listen." Um, I have this portfolio, but I just, I don't know. I want to move from marketing and being somebody in marketing, which I don't like, and fully into the creative world. Like, it's Monday, 9 to 5. Like, I want to do that. How do I do this? And a lot of people that I had asked were like, well, you're going to have to take a pay cut. You're going to have to do a junior role. But, you know, John actually told me, he was like, this is shit, this is shit, this is shit in your portfolio. He's like, you need to take them out. And it was so hard to hear at the time. It was so hard to hear at the time. It was. But he was honest with me and like getting tough like that, that's what I would say. One, get tough. Two, take the shot. Like ask. Because I took them out. I redid my portfolio a bit. And it, it you know, and, and that's how I actually landed with a, a creative lead role. So I went oh. into creative lead. So so yeah, so it, it's worth it. And if you if you want something, if you want something, really do it. And if you have the support, take it. Don't don't be too hard. You know, if you have something going like, you know, you could mom or dad or whoever saying, you know, come and stay while you're trying to make this happen. Take it. Don't be proud. Like you know, it, it, take all the, the love and you can get in the journey because everybody's there. Let me ask: Were you a shy person? You know, were you timid and wanting to ask? No, or you just said the hell with it. I'm asking. To <laughs> <laughs> the latter, not the former. <laughs> my friends, my British, my British, British friends over here are quite embarrassed about me. That's actually how I met my partner. Oh, we—they're like, it's not American. What's wrong with this young lady? She's like a lot. So yeah, I know if you want, if you want something, you literally just, you just have to like grow up there and do it. <laughs> that's the truth. You know what? You are wise beyond your years because that mm-hmm. is the truth. Because, again, if you don't ask, you don't get. You know what I mean? And it's true. Don't ask your friends for advice. How does this look? Your friends never want to hurt your feelings. They want to mo- feel that they're motivating you, not understanding that by not being honest, they're really hurting you a lot more. Honestly, it is it is the same in everything. Like look at sports, for example. Like the best like the best footballers in the world are the ones who continuously attempt, continuously attempt in your life, just try and try and try. And like you know, when when you fail, it, it's not easy because you know everybody fail. Everybody fails. Like you know, it's all only onward and upward. And it's really hard to hear that at the time, but it is absolutely true. Like you just have to pull yourself up and. and it's like, okay, well, this avenue hasn't worked for me, so now I have more attention to get the others. Mm, mm. Look at this. Wow, inspiring. I love it. I love the energy here. Folks, you hear this. There's a passionate young woman here killing it. You know what I mean? Let's let's make a, a business owner before 40, 425 actually this year, all right? Let's make it happen, all right? Let's make sure that she's popping off all over. 
if you guys need any type of design work, you already saw some of the samples. I mean, gorgeous stuff. It's right there, bedrockdesigns.wixsite.com. Please visit that site. I mean, are they able to contact you through there as well? Should they yeah. have any questions yeah, and whatnot? Can. Yeah, they absolutely can. And reach out to me on Twitter and Twitter as well because I use it for writing business. That's a great one too. And there you go. It's Kelsey L. Connors, C-O-N-N-O-R-S, all right, on Twitter. So, you know, check her out there. Tell, tell her. Tell her mega sent you. Like, you know, I saw you on the show. I need you. I need your help. There we go. And she's definitely going to be there. Um, does the website also have like a rate chart, or is that something to be discussed upon, or is that like dependent on, on the project always, or that? There's always something that you discuss through through me. And oh, that's a good tip for aspiring inspiring designers: never put your rates on your website. The reason is is that people click on and they might decide buy that rate because they don't want a conversation with you, but it might be a conversation with you that tells them on you and your product. So always yeah. always talk to your designer. It's an opportunity for upselling, folks. But it's an opportunity to really talk about the project and make them probably see the project on a scale that they maybe you know maybe they see it one way. You can help them see it. Oh, if we went this route, I mean, think about it again. You open imagination, and it's true. Don't put your rates. Definitely create. Have the conversation with the creative person because they definitely may make you see things in a way that maybe you didn't view it before. Like, exactly. You know? like, sometimes you don't really vibe with, with somebody. You wouldn't want to work with somebody you don't vibe with, right? So it's the best way to, to, get, to get to know you're getting the most thank you about getting your True, they don't want to send these blind emails. Where's my stuff? How about, <laughs> hey, can I call you? Have, have that relationship. You see? Or the other way, I might be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I think you're awesome. I appreciate your time yeah. today. Folks, you got to, again, visit visit the website. Contact us. She's, she's ready to, to work right now, all right? Uh, let's make 2022 a year. She just got a house, man. Let's make sure that she can get another house by the end of this year, too. Make it the real estate, the Chicago real estate mogul of the UK, Liverpool. Let's do it. <laughs> now, you've been awesome. I appreciate your time. Folks, you know my heart is told you what to do. Please, if you enjoy the content, you turn on the notifications, subscribe. You all, please review us on your favorite podcast platform, all right? Appreciate you guys. Love you guys very much, man. Thank you for helping Comic Crusader stay up and ranking. Thank you for joining. Listen to a young lady like this. That's the future of art and design, you know, a future leader right there, let me tell you, all right? I'm Mega, and I'm out. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.